What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Non-Syndicate Podcast. You're sitting here with Frank and Quincy. Yeah. And today, we're talking about potatoes, baby. A specific type of potatoes. Not just any potatoes. We're talking mashed potatoes. The mashy taters, baby. Mashed potatoes. <laughs> but before we get too far into mashed potatoes, mm-hmm. I gotta bring something up. Bring it up. I'm gonna bring it up. It's Black History Month. Yeah, happy Black History Month. I got to baby. I got to shine some light. Yeah, on some Let shit. Me turn around. That hurt. See, getting, he's got to get turned. This gets serious yeah, in here. This is very, very real. <laughs> All right, check it out. Yeah. Are you familiar with the Dewey Decimal System? Mm-hmm. Did you know that dude was like super weird and racist? I had no idea. Neither did I. <laughs> I don't even think I knew he was a real dude. person. Okay. I mean, I get it. You know, do we? I don't even think people really use it anymore. Do people go to libraries anymore? I don't know, but libraries use it all the time. But search engines right. are better. But yeah, yeah, libraries yeah. still organize their shit based on that. Yeah, yeah, now, yeah. Mm. I gotta give him credit mm-hmm. where credits due. Dewey Decimal System is crazy. Yeah. But here's the thing: he did that shit when he was 21, <laughs> and at the time. I don't think he was actively racist. Yeah, I think yeah. he was institutionally racist. Oh, okay. Yeah, which yeah. is just going to happen. Like a family-bound racist. I, well, it's kind of like a whole society-bound <laughs> racist. Yeah, yeah, There's okay. a lot yeah, of racism yeah, yeah. going on. Yeah. Uh-huh. And uh, uh. he invented the Dewey Decimal System because he was just obsessed with organization. Yeah, yeah. Stuff. So he probably had like some weird OCD and didn't even know it. I think he probably knew it. But mm-hmm. he, uh, yeah, man, he, he just went all in in, in, in a wrote this whole like 40 something page manifesto on the Dewey decimal system uh-huh. got adopted by all these libraries and stuff. But here's what happened because he like didn't think about anybody that wasn't white at yeah, all. Yeah. He like maybe unintentionally, I don't think he did it with malice, but mm-hmm. he just kind of like made it really hard to find anything about black people. Yeah. At yeah, all. yeah. Like at all in the library. <laughs> like it's like, you would have to know, like the, so shout out, I'm, I'm, I'm talking about this, but this is like a podcast I listen to called uh, Behind the Bastards. Mm-hmm. And this is their episode they released today, actually. Mm. And uh, it's all about Dewey, baby. Yeah. His name, his, that wasn't Decimal. his name, but you know, yeah. Dewey Decimal System. We're calling him Dewey, we don't respect him. No. Dewey. <laughs> Dewey. Yeah. But yeah, uh, so. <laughs> oh, they, Dookie Dewey. <laughs> if he had, we'd be bullying him. Oh, Dookie yeah. Dewey. <laughs> yeah, man. He, he's done some whack shit. Uh-huh. And then later in life, in his 50s, he they were talking about how he had like a, a private club. Yeah. And uh, he like would not specifically let any people of color in mm-hmm. or Jews. Oh, yeah. And oh, he, he had, all the way racist. He had the he <laughs> yeah, he went all the way. Yeah, he straight up had like a book uh-huh. and wrote that shit down. Like you know how like normal people like when they're doing scandalous shit. Yeah, yeah. It's just like spoken. Yeah, yeah. Nobody's nobody writing, writing down. He you ain't taking notes. Yeah, you don't want paper. He trails. making sure everybody knows yeah. that he, he knew. <laughs> This dude got yeah. canceled in the early 1900s for mm. being a creepy weirdo like perv. Yeah, like he's getting canceled before people were getting canceled. Mm. If you want to know all about why the Dewey Decimal System is pretty complex and crazy, yeah. but why it was also somewhat racist, and you want to know more about this. Yeah. That's why I always had a hard time finding books. It definitely gets me off. Like, was, why can't why all, all these people in my class finding their books so easy? Why can't I find <laughs> Built-in racism yeah. immediately. <laughs> me and my homie's like, hey, did you find Cat in the Hat yet? I'm like, I still can't find yeah. it. No, it doesn't even exist. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It's all this dude's fault. 
All his fault. Oh, Dewey. Oh, yeah. Dookie Dewey. Fuck Dewey, man. Horrible person. Dude sucks. So anyway, Boycott your library. Yeah, no, I'm just that, playing. Don't do that. <laughs> so anyway, Dewey yeah. Decimal System fucking sucks. Uh-huh. It's actually really a complex system. It yeah. kind of blew my mind to listen to mm-hmm, it, but mm-hmm. like, what the fuck? Yeah. There, Horrible. There's your facts. Yeah, for, happy Black History Month. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Good job, Frank. Hey, you know, I'm, I'm bringing the heat. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so let's let's talk about something a lot uh, more uplifting, mm-hmm. shall we? <laughs> mashed potatoes. Yeah. Now you would think that the mashed potatoes. <laughs> you talk, talk about a pale white food. And that's what I was thinking. That's why I thought it was good, extra fun. Good transition. Let's yeah, yeah. Up the situation yeah, yeah. in both hue. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. We're going to the the whitest of foods. Actually, uh-huh. this is this is a mashed this is mega, mega, mega white. All right, so I uh, did some research, and I had to go to the back, back way back mm-hmm. to the beginning of the potato, right? Yeah. Do you know that shit used to be poisonous? Heck <laughs> no. Dude, <laughs> potatoes are part of a nightshade family. Yeah, yeah. They were used to poison nobility. Like, they were mm. a massively poisonous... So I wonder if it was a thing where they boiled it down and concentrated it. Like oh, the, yeah. the liquids from it. And oh, you know, made that's what they weird. did. If you can make mm. a poison out of it, yeah. people have done it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We make poisons. We poison stuff. That's just what happens. That's weird. But anyway, so the crazy <clears throat> thing is that the way that it was consumed by the Inca mm-hmm. at the time, they would eat potatoes and they would like lick clay. Yeah. And then eat potatoes. I mean, it tasted probably disgusting. Yeah. But if you're eating to survive, which we've talked about the different ways people are interacting with food, right? Mm-hmm. There's probably a lot of people that were eating to survive. Yeah, yeah. You weren't getting the tastiest jams. You were uh, you were licking clay <laughs> yeah. and eating potatoes. I mean, there's things called stone soup. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. people ain't just... <laughs> yeah, you're not having fun. No. There's no spices. There's stones. <laughs> yes. <laughs> stones. Get your nutrients somewhere. Yeah. Mm. Let's mm. boil that lime. Yeah. It's so good. <laughs> So you got to get your calcium. Yeah, got to. <laughs> but, okay, so they would do that, and, like, the clay would actually bind to some of the toxins, mm-hmm. and it would lower the toxicity and make them digestible. Mm. So that's kind of where uh, people started consuming potatoes. Yeah. And in it was actually France that kind of made everything... Uh, Safe? No, not really. It was kind of... So, like, potatoes for the longest time were, like, considered food just for livestock. Like, mm-hmm. just for animal consumption. Yeah. It was never so it was a, meant a, for a thing meant for filling just to kind of get your animals to grow. Yeah. Kind of like how, like, people do with bread and corn. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, okay. Of course. It was just a, it's something you could plant. They'd grow pretty easy. Mm-hmm. You know, good to go. But the crazy thing is, is they actually went so far as to make a law against potatoes in 1748 to make it illegal for you to consume them as a person so that many people was just killing potatoes and dying it's like hey y'all need to quit eating these no 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 no, no. because this this is after (laughs) this is even after so it was the inca yeah that had like selectively bred them over time yeah to make them uh more consumable yeah consumable Mm -hmm. like it would just uh, breed the toxicity out of them make them more just palatable and able to do things with them and then, you know, we brought that back to Europe uh, from their horrible conquests, yeah, yeah. obviously. <laughs> yeah, no. obviously. Nobody just willingly, like, was, like, gifted a nice potato. No, no, no. That no. shit was taken. Yeah, yeah. And uh, <laughs> some of the worst shit happens in the planet, and it always results in something tasty yeah. at the end. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. I probably wouldn't have pepper if it weren't for the Crusades, and those were some pretty weird times, right? Yeah, yeah. So... <laughs> 
some dicey shit happens. You we're do. just trying to look at the, <laughs> We're trying to just uh we're trying to look at the brighter side of yeah. things here. The outcome here is that you can now eat potatoes. Yeah. Potatoes are good, man. Yeah. But there's blood on your hands. Yeah. <laughs> if you're eating fries right now, there's yeah. blood, on your, blood hands. on your hands, baby. But uh, <laughs> yeah, so they they domesticated the potato, mm-hmm. right? And then uh, it was like introduced into Europe, and then you know in France they got this potato, but they like fed it to their animals. Yeah, like, yeah. That shit comes from the dirt. We don't eat that. <laughs> there's a lot of really good logic around yeah. those times, you know. People that there was like a time when medieval people. Like the nobility refused mm-hmm. to eat anything from the ground. Yeah, you know what they had? Disease, mm-hmm. <laughs> because yeah. all they ate was just like probably meat. like not that fresh of meat. They meat didn't even have refrigeration. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, they're eating some yeah. some weird meat and like no vegetables at all. Yeah. It's like one of the few times that the the commoners were probably way healthier mm-hmm. in terms of like nutrition. It, that's a weird thing, like between like rich and poor and like master slave thing, like. Back in the day during slavery, slaves was eating lobster. Well, you lobster know what I'm was, saying? Lobster was, it was weird. It wasn't, yeah, but it wasn't like considered what it is now. Nah. Like, but it was still some, it was probably bigger lobsters too, because mm-hmm. they, you know what I mean? They ain't being tampered. You know what I mean? They all just out there free. But regardless, they eating like the good seafood. Now they probably ain't cooking it, it's probably getting cooked in a weird way, but they eating all this weird seafood right. stuff or considered weird to them back then yeah and now that's like the pricey stuff you know what there's I mean? a there's an essay you can read that's really interesting called people Consider people the think people think slaves was only eating like chitlins and guts and all that no they was eating lobster and oh. shrimp out in that motherfucker <laughs> yeah, cause, but at the time it, we, we, we churched it up when we could that's like we'll get into oh that, yeah it's but, definitely uh, churched up you should definitely uh <laughs> if you've got time and you could get to it uh consider the lobster by david foster wallace is mm-hmm. a pretty interesting thing on the history of the lobster and uh, basically, like what happens was they were so prevalent on the coast, like you yeah. could just walk out and grab them. Yeah, yeah. So they would. Fe- it used to be considered cruel and unusual punishment to feed uh, prisoners mm-hmm. lobster, lobster so many days yeah. in a row. But it wasn't until like they started. You know, we get trains, and we get all mm-hmm. the stuff that we start being able to give it to people in the Midwest. Yeah, that they were like, just tell them it's fancy. Yeah, yeah. They'll buy it. <laughs> what it is, somebody somebody cooked it up. With some butter and some lemon. Yeah. They was like, damn, we yeah. need to quit giving these slaves this. <laughs> I'm going to be eating these bugs. Yeah. This is great. <laughs> the slaves eating this. <laughs> they eating too good, boy. Give me now. the lobster. <laughs> yeah, it, that's such a weird thing, man. Like how it went from just being like a like trash poverty food. Yeah. And then it's all weird. of a sudden they were like, this is fine dining. Yeah. Yeah. What is who that's is a the weird PR thing. company for this thing? Because man, what they just did yeah. was they took something that should be terrible, and then they made everybody in the Midwest be like, mm-hmm. "You want to go to Red Lobster tonight?" Yeah, dude. Yeah, that's some magic. Magic, man. Dude, they're crazy. for a big ass sea roach. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah, but they did it. They did it. And that's how it happened. And now I don't know where we were at. Mashy taties, man. Oh yeah, we're talking about mashy taties. <laughs> I'm lost. We're just gone now. We're talking about lobsters. Yeah, yeah. It's got. You're talking about it being brought into France. Oh yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. But uh, they brought that shit in. It was not considered like, um, like food fit for humans. Mm-hmm. Like they were just mm-hmm. like, it comes from the ground. Just give it to the animals and you eat the animals. Yeah, yeah. And you know, I'm sure there's enough people at that time just digging stuff out of the ground, eating mm-hmm. it, and just it not going well. Yeah. That they're like, eh, feed it to an animal. If it doesn't die. 
then we'll eat that animal. Yeah, yeah. If it does die, we'll probably still eat that animal. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, they don't care. Mm-mm. So Can't waste it. That's like the test. But uh, they, so it, it was, you know, legal for a while, but there was this guy uh, that uh, in the 1700s, a French army pharmacist, I cannot pronounce his name, Antoine Augustin Permentier. That sounds Maybe. right. Plementos. That sounds, no. that sounds like terrible. This <laughs> is great. So uh, I don't know how to, to say that name mm-hmm. properly, but they were captured by Prussian soldiers. And while they were a prisoner of war, they were forced to live on like rations of potatoes. Yeah, yeah. Um, and essentially like, you know, during this time that they're considering the potato to just be garbage. Mm-hmm. But anyway, what happened? They, I mean, they thought that eating potatoes would cause like leprosy yeah. and like weird stuff. So anyway, like that... That happened. It was all. It was illegal. He was being force fed. So, and when he got discovered in prison, uh, he he found out while he was there that potatoes. Not all potatoes kill you. Mm-hmm. Like it was largely thought that all potatoes would kill you, but mm. there's certain ones that don't. Yeah, yeah. And so um, he also learned that they tasted pretty good and stuff like that. So, like when he actually got out of prison at the end of the war. He's the one that started bringing that back and started yeah. like introducing it to people. Let like, me show you these good potatoes I was eating in prison. Right. Yeah, he's like, he's like, they're pretty good. And he's like, but the big thing was, is it was versatile to cook. Yeah, yeah dude yeah. could cook them in all sorts of different ways. And he was kind of jazzed on that. He was just mm-hmm. like, man, you can you can do all these different things. And this dude is the one that started uh, the initial documented guy for finding out how you could mash a potato. Yeah. Oh, like yeah. Boil yeah. the shit up, mash it down. Like, <laughs> mm-hmm. dude figured it out. Yeah. Now, I'm sure it was garbage. Make it spray it. Uh-huh. He probably just made it with yeah. water or yeah, something. Yeah, just water and in that. I don't know. Maybe. With salt popping? Maybe did. But did they have a lot of salt? Was it hard thing, to get salt? <laughs> I'm sure it was expensive. You probably had to do some shit for it. Uh-huh. Or oh, they, yeah. It's either one or two things. Like, you, salt, yeah. you have to pay the for The creaminess it, of mashed potatoes had to come later. Yeah, okay. you know the mashing got to come first. You know what I'm saying? Know. You'd think we'll see what happens. <laughs> yeah. But uh, <laughs> like I don't even know. Let's see what yeah, let's see what happens. <laughs> uh, but this dude is uh, solely responsible for basically like constantly trying. He was he was such a hoe mm. for potatoes. Yeah, that he got France to reconsider. They like lifted the ban by like 1772. Mm-hmm. And the thing that's crazy about that is literally like. Not that long after that, it's everywhere. Yeah. Like it, it just went everywhere. Like it took like maybe a couple centuries. Like mm-hmm. in, in the in a it's a blip of time in the grand yeah, scheme yeah. of things. But it it, ma- it makes sense to me because everybody's like, we got all these poisonous ass <laughs> potatoes, and they hear like, hey, we eating good potatoes over here. They're like, let me get some of them good potatoes, <laughs> homie. I don't even think I don't even think people had potatoes. Though. Yeah, I think because they all came from Peru. Oh yeah, yeah and yeah, so yeah. like. They, mm. I have no idea. So they probably happened. sold them as like, "Hey, look at this new thing that's real versatile." Right. And they was like, "Oh, y'all hear about Somebody that new potato?" Went over there, they ate a French fry. <laughs> yeah. And they were like, "Oh, damn. Yeah, we're doing that." Yeah. What else can you do with it? You frying that joint up? That a stick of but, potato? But you know, <laughs> you know, humans, man. They they've been probably boiling weird vegetables and oh, bushes yeah, yeah. forever. Yeah, everything is boiled. Yeah. Everything was boiled. I'm, I I would assume. Or you know, burnt. Everything was boiled or, or grilled slash burnt up. Oh yeah. You know what I'm saying? And you think like you think about today, like how hard it is to like it's not hard. You can screw food up pretty mm-hmm. good. But like the amount of stuff you have access to, can you imagine the yeah. level 
of shitty food people was consuming God. back then because like bland oh they're cooking over a fire yeah they're probably wasted yeah because yeah. there's not potable water <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah they're just doing you know like the things that they're thinking of like mm-hmm. they're tending to that thing or yeah. the fire went out and now that that soup is cold it's been in there for mm-hmm. three days as they're oh. heating it back up Man, yeah. i'm sure people were eating like crap oh yeah and getting sick yeah that's how cabbage water you like cabbage water? <laughs> we eating it for about four days. You're doing cabbage water? <laughs> yeah. I'm kind of opposed to this. Unless it's boiled in a soup. No, that's what I'm saying. That's what they used to do. Oh, yeah. I thought I'm not just, I just eat, taking were... cabbage water up at my crib. Y'all, I thought Quincy was just about to tell me he's starting a new diet. <laughs> yeah, I'm, just, I'm, just I'm just at the crib eating, drinking cabbage water. <laughs> I'm trying to shed these pounds, yeah. homie. Y'all Summer coming. Spring time. Get that springtime body, baby. Cucumber, cucumber water was <laughs> yeah. so like... Last decade, yeah, I'm man, on that, I'm cabbage, on that water. cabbage water. My I'm God. farting, just farting and drinking water. Like, what'd you eat? Nothing. I've been drinking, sipping. <laughs> yeah, I don't even want the calories. Uh uh-uh, uh uh. Uh-uh. <laughs> the essence. They'll have a. They'll have like a one of those seltzers where it's just cabbage water. Yeah. Oh, I'd be looking so good, but I'm gonna be stinking. Yeah. What What <laughs> liquor would go into a, 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 into a, a cabbage mixture? water? Yeah. Oh, vodka. Probably. Uh-huh. That's a vodka thing. That sounds like a Russian. Like yeah. cabbage water and vodka. I'm sure that's a Russian drink. <laughs> Cabbage liquor. There's like a stone cold Russian right now. Like he's naming my drink. Yeah, he's naming my drink. That's the drink of my country. He's like, <laughs> it's just like straight up. Like I bet they make cabbage liquor. Yeah, Dude, probably it happened. Yeah, you know it is. Devin, I know you listen yeah, to this yeah, podcast, Devin, you, you know and I know you cabbage. just steal some weird shit. Yeah, so you know anything about cabbage liquor? We need to cabbage this. I can make a potato vodka. Yeah, right now, and he said. It tastes like potatoes. <laughs> I would imagine it does. I would imagine I said, it is does. It good? He said, I kind of like it. <laughs> Did you ask him how much he had before you asked him that? No. He said, that's the head. The head tastes like that. So the after only tastes like the part you supposed supposed to be drinking, like the good, good stuff. It's like it's good, but then it, he said it has like a kind of aftertaste of potato. I said, have you looked up? Is it supposed to taste like potato? He said, that's what everybody's saying. Okay. <laughs> you got to learn something. He said, something. I kind of like it, though. Yeah. <laughs> potato chip liquor. Yeah. That's probably the whitest thing I ever heard. Boy, you like that taste of potato like That's funny, man. Damn it, you silly, boy. That's hilarious. <laughs> yeah. This episode is sponsored by Potato <laughs> Yeah, <vodka>. Potato <laughs> Perfect. If anybody wants to call us up with that, yeah. how we get paid for that, yeah, I would appreciate it. Anyway, let's get back to mashed potatoes. So, uh, so now you know we're all eating potatoes because mm-hmm. this dude was locked up in a prison, yeah, being fed potatoes. So we've gone from that mm-hmm. to mashed potatoes to all the things we do to them now. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we got them everywhere. Yeah, I like fried potatoes. Mm-hmm. I like potatoes in almost all forms. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I was about to say uh, no. I like it all. Yeah, mashed potatoes. French fries, scallop potatoes, the business. Yeah, you know, either either fried up crispy, like a, like breakfast style, or with some buttery cheesy joints on it. However oh, you yeah. want it, you know what I mean. I like it all. Yeah, so get, you get gnocchi, 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 oh, yeah. gnocchi. Yeah, get your what, old potato pasta joint. Let's break down. So the the earliest recipes. So we were talking about early mashed potatoes, mm-hmm. and early mashed potato restaurant uh, recipes. So I found a bunch of articles online from uh, I don't know if you rock mentalfloss.com, great website if you're looking stuff up, and uh, they have meticulously broken down the history of mashed potatoes. Oh shit! So they have a whole section dedicated to early mashed potato recipes. Um, but yeah, it's it really. 
they it seems like if this is the case they kind of had it figured out pretty early on. Yeah, yeah. So they're they're doing uh mashing it like it's literally I like, could see them adding the cream earlier than what I thought just because cows and butter oh yeah. was prevalent. Yeah. I'm just thinking the salt factor. When did they add the seasoning? Oh, they you know got, what I mean? So it says there's an English author in the 18th century with a mm-hmm. book called The Art of Cookery. And Hannah Glass is the author. And she instructs readers to boil potatoes, peel them, yeah. put them into a saucepan, and mash them well with milk, butter, and a little salt. Mm-hmm. I mean, it doesn't take a lot to No, no, that, that's pretty, that's mashed potatoes. Yeah, that's mashed potatoes, <laughs> right? Like, we're there. Yeah. Then you can get, you can get crazy with mm-hmm, your, your mm-hmm. additives and, and yeah. whatnot, your inclusions. I wonder who was the first one to add that garlic, to do that garlic that herb joint. That shit happens soon. You, People th- you are think always so? putting random stuff in food, man. Oh. I could see I could see that waiting until it got a little bit fancier though. Some garlic and some herb. They probably like, don't put that in there, but no, that works. But the thing that's crazy about mashed potatoes <laughs> is it's almost predominantly served as a side. Yeah. Like Yeah. Yeah. It's like you never like do you like if you ever think can you I mean, I could make mashed potatoes and put something on top of them, but mm-hmm. I'm not thinking no, of I like, never ate it as a, a meal. Right. No. Nah. But get this. But I guess bake uh some people just can eat a baked potato and call it dinner. Right. But also, like, if you're doing another vegetable, like, I mean, like, grits can be a meal. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. So why? why, Like, what? what's going know. on in society yeah. that's making it to where I can't think mashed potatoes But you know what? It's meal. weird. To me, it's weird. Okay, grits, you know, yeah, it's like a meal. Especially if you if you do, like, a, a savory grits with, yeah. like, some shrimp or something, like, like a shrimp and grits joint. But mashed potatoes, it's like when you put meat on. Do, do people just put meat on it? Other than bacon, nobody got like shrimp mashed potatoes. Right. You know what I mean? Unless they're making some weird loaded baked potato and they just add that because it's like how people do hot dogs. They just want to make them uh-huh. as fancy as possible. Exactly. But it's like e- either way, even when you <laughs> even when you buy it like that, it's like they consider that a side. Right. It's weird. I don't know. But here's I, the thing. I'm not explaining why, what my thought process is. <laughs> yeah. There's a disconnection. Yeah, it's, it's weird. So here's the thing. We're going to open a restaurant that only serves mashed potatoes. Of mashed potatoes. <laughs> yeah, see how and, it works. Uh, it's going to be great. What if it was just like a mashed potatoes situation yeah. and then you just had a savory bar like it was like a fro- or a froyo place? <laughs> yeah. You're going through and there's like rib tips. Yeah. You can just put them just in put there. I'd like to trademark this idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You need a that. mashed potato bar, and mm-hmm. then the middle section is not like a you baked got, potato bar, a mashed potato. Yeah, bar. mashed potato bar. Yeah, yeah. And I'm talking like because your your toppings would be totally different. Like I'm not gonna put rib tips probably on a baked potato. I mean, it sounds delicious. I yeah. might actually do that. Well, that's what the, that's the thing that's making keeping it from being a side. You got to add a good a good protein. But the best part though is like I feel like if it was in a bowl and you add that stuff on top, it's gonna be easier. The baked potato, it's like. No, that's what I'm saying. It's too yeah, much. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's a perfect vessel. Yeah. Well, this it's just going to make idea. everything stick. It's just sticking. Yeah. yeah. It's an edible gelled bed. Yeah. It's fantastic. Yeah. And you can flavor them in different ways. So you can compliment. Like, you could go over to the bar. Like, I got the garlic cheddar I mashed potatoes. I just got regular mashed potatoes. Do mashed potatoes kind of bland things out to you? Because I okay. you make them right. Because to me, if I'm eating a steak, like, I never get a baked potato yeah. with my steak. I get, I get, if they got like a... Some type of mashed potato, mm-hmm. I get it. But if it's just like a regular baked potato where I got to work to mash it up myself in there, nah, yeah. give me, give me, just give me some veggies on the side. I ain't even worried about that damn <laughs> you potato. You just straight up call the baked <laughs> potato out. <laughs> yeah, get, like, that, get, that, get that thing out. Because, you know, and that's the thing, too. Sometimes they overcook it. 
Yeah. So it's like you're only getting the very center of it mm-hmm. anyway. So I'm like, I really got to work to eat this yep. damn potato. My beef with uh, baked potatoes at restaurants is solely this. Like, if you are just steaming potatoes or you're putting them in the microwave, that is annoying to me. Like, that's not mm-hmm. a baked potato for me. If I want a baked potato, you're oiling the outside, you're salting it, you're putting it on Man. the raw rack, you're getting that crispy skin. You know what I'm saying? You're getting a real baked Make it potato. so I can eat the whole thing. Yeah, I want a roasted potato is basically yeah. what it comes down to. yeah. Make the whole thing edible. And then I want y'all to mash that shit up for me and yeah. bring it out. Oh, yeah. Fork it. Yeah. And like, get it like it was, yep. That ain't that hard. You didn't Fluff already cook me this whole meal. but then you And it's all pretty set up. But then you got this baked potato that's about to roll off yep. my plate when you sit down because nothing's been done to it. I need you to fluff the potato. Fluff the potato. Fluff the potato. And I'll eat the, eat the baked potato. Yeah. Yeah, if you man. don't do that, it's not worth my no, time. Get that shit out of here. I got Give me it. them roasted, that roasted broccoli. Yeah. <laughs> this salt and yeah, yeah. broccoli. I don't even care stick. about that. I'm just about to rub it all in my steak juice when I'm done. I'm telling you, man. We've got a very great idea. If mm-hmm. anybody is a venture capitalist and wants to fund this, holla at yeah, you. Yeah. But, okay. Oh, that's what I was saying. I feel like, I guess they have to be a really good seasoned mashed potatoes or yeah. whatever, flavorful, because... If I'm, like I said, if I had mashed potatoes somewhere and I'm trying to eat that with my steak or something, if they're not, like, seasoned properly, they kind of uh, take away the flavor of my meat oh, yeah. when I'm if eating they, it. You know what I mean? If they're bland, they're going to minimize whatever the yeah. hell you get near it. 100%. So I think that's where you got to kind of, it's got to be a balance, you know what oh, I'm yeah. saying? A hundred percent. So what I would suggest is that in the Midwest, you have a couple different variations mm-hmm. of your baseline mm-hmm. mashed potato bar. You would have... You know, you're you're uh, just plain classic. Yeah, yeah. Plain makes it uh, derogatory. Let's go with classic. It makes you feel more emboldened about the choice. Like <laughs> it's simple, but with intention. Yeah, no, it's, you're saying bland. If you want your basic bland ass <laughs> with just some salt potato, we got that. Oh, but no, then no, if no, you no, want to no. mix it up, you know what I mean? Put a little. We gotta, you gotta go. <laughs> Classic is what makes you think that that's it's the like, draw. It's gonna draw in everything's yeah. classic's the marketing yeah, term. Yeah, yeah. Plain is like when you're trying to undersell but it, something. But it is plain. But I guess if we market it, yeah, yeah, you're yeah. right. Classic. Look, classic. We're trying to make money. Here. I get you. I you get you. Say classic. It's classic, and then you and then when you write it on the little sign, mm-hmm. you got it in that little like brown lettering that's kind of cursive with the little orange outline oh, make yeah. it look like a like a roller skating rink absolutely <laughs> it's a timeless you know what i mean aesthetic. yeah it's just a classic and then it's like it looked like it's coming out at you like a little oh, yeah. 3d <laughs> exactly you know what i mean so you've got that and then you're gonna have to you know you have to have different ones you got to have your garlic yeah, potatoes yeah, yeah, you gotta yeah. have your cheesy potatoes mm-hmm. and then because it's the midwest you could be like here's your ranch dressing potatoes oh you uh-huh. can mix it up and then how that goes mm-hmm. determines the rest of the potato bar yeah yeah because what are your toppings going to be like? You're clearly not going to go mm-hmm. the same route with a ranch potato Ooh. that you're going to go with the garlic. Well, maybe with the garlic. Or you, or you can you get real weird with it. See, it. see who do it and be like, all right, we got we got a challenge. It's like it's like the five-way potato. You get your, get your mashed potatoes, mm-hmm. and then you get some French fries and put yes. it on there, and then some scallop potatoes yes. over it, and then like a damn something else. What other? Some gnocchi fucking yep. on top of that, and mm. then something else. You need one more. You need a five. I feel like it got to be a five thing. What's yeah, some other browns. potato? Hash browns. Ooh, that's good. Yeah. That's a good topping. Good yeah. crumble. Get them on there. Oh boy, can we can we patent that too? Yeah. Can we sue about it? Yeah. If something happens, you heard it. Published. <laughs> yeah. Somebody give us money. We're trying to do this. <laughs> yeah. I need this potato situation. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'll come up with a name for it at some point. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be great. Yeah, I'm it's down fine. with that. Okay, cool. <laughs> Episode over. We're done. Yeah, We're yeah. out. <laughs> We've already come up with our next new venture. Mm-hmm. 
But uh, yeah, man, they really hasn't. There's been a lot of evolution of potatoes and baked potatoes and yeah. things like that in terms of recipes. Everybody's learning to add new stuff to it. You know, like infused butters, like different mm-hmm. things like that. Um, you know, heavy cream in place yeah. of just like whatever dairy you have on hand. Now, what's your what's your butter to milk ratio? What's your butter to dairy ratio going on here? Uh, They're both dairy essentially. I but, feel you know like I'm I mean? more. I don't know. I feel like I'm more butter, and I don't even know if we use. I think we go more of the sour cream route. Or, oh, or, or I do that too. You know what I'm saying? That's another question. Yeah. But here's the real question: Do you even make potatoes and cut a stick of butter? You're always throwing a whole thing in there. Yeah, nobody doing. breaking it up. <laughs> you want me to get a knife? Out yeah, there? man, drop that thing in there. I might cube it, but it's some big cubes. Yeah. It's not even I, if I do, it's pointless. Here's the, here's the, here's the real thing: if your potatoes wanna, is hot. It's gonna melt that damn butter. This is this is what I'm assuming. <laughs> if our listeners are who I think you all yeah, are, yeah, who do you, who they is? It, <laughs> it doesn't matter the size of the batch. Of potatoes that you're making, I yeah. feel like y'all are throwing a whole stick of butter. Yeah, in throwing there. a whole stick in there. You might throw more than one stick if it's a massive batch. Yeah, but you're, the minimum <laughs> is a stick. Of yeah, butter. if it it, it I, could be it could be I'm in that one potato. Yeah, stick of butter. Oh, stick of butter. The you ain't even thing. thinking about it. I want these creamy and yeah. buttery butter. Yeah, and it's salted butter. Usually. You're doing the salted butter. I'm doing salted butter. See, I you know what? Unsalted. I do salted butter everything just because really? I always got salted butter at the house. I, I only do. I only ever buy unsalted butter. When I'm doing, when I know I'm about to be doing cinnamon, uh, cinnamon buns. If I ain't making cinnamon buns, I always got unsalted or always got salted huh. butter. See, I never have salted butter. I always get unsalted butter, mm-hmm. and the reason for that is because I like to be able to control the salt in the seasoning yeah. phase, and I keep my fat phase separate. Mm-hmm. See, I just like everything salty though. I know, not fine. too salty, but look, 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 look. there's no judgment here. You're fine. <laughs> it's like You're it's totally like okay, fine. when I'm making toast or something, I don't like to add salt to it. I don't like to add anything. You know what I'm saying? I gotta have my salted butter. You just eating you eating saltless toast. You make toast. I do make toast, but I don't, don't be use, having. I don't, I don't be use, having a salt taste. I got to it? separate. I got a butter container that's for butter. So that's the salted butter. But if I'm cooking, it's unsalted butter. Oh, okay, okay, okay. That's the difference. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anything yeah, yeah. that I'm going to use seasoning with, I always use unsalted Ooh, butter because I, I don't want don't to, want to oversalt it. I get you. Right. Well, yeah, I just yeah. want to control it. That's it. I don't. I don't give a shit about anything other than the <laughs> fact that I'm already. I'm, I'm salting this. I'm not yeah. getting charged for salt over here, so I'm good. I feel you. Yeah, it's it's. Uh, I don't got no butter dish either. Still. I still ain't came there. I know yet. what I'm getting. <laughs> I'm gonna get, get you a butter dish. Hey, I finally got a ladle. Shlee bought me a ladle. Hell yeah! It's like the first ladle. <laughs> I got you a knife. I and still you don't ain't even, even use, haven't I even used it. I still ain't used the ladle either. Oh my god! <laughs> Quincy's gotten yeah. so used to not having the things in his kitchen that when he gets certain things. He just doesn't use them anyway. Yeah. He still get, he gets his hand out and he ladles. He uses cups his hand and scalding I hot use, liquids. I use just use I just use like a uh like a measuring cup. <laughs> like if we got gravy, making biscuit gravy, make a big pot of gravy. I'm just using like a big measure. You see, this is this is a, a perfect example of yeah. tiny kitchen gang. Yeah, man. You what have I got. it. You got to make yeah. use of what you got. Yeah. You know what? I'm gonna make a. I'm gonna make some bomb meatloaf sandwiches tomorrow. And I'm gonna I'm gonna take a picture of me cutting that meatloaf sandwich with that beautiful knife. Man. I want to see. It's it. gonna be perfect. It's gonna be so good. <laughs> yeah. Perfect. Absolutely. All right, let's see here. So we're talking about that was the butter to dairy ratio. Mm-hmm. And we've established that clearly there's no other answer than an, a minimum of one stick of butter, <laughs> yeah. despite the yeah. size of your recipe. Then let's talk about let's talk about 
dairy to sour cream ratio. Mm. Some people, there's a lot of purists out there that they just use just, they don't use sour cream. Yeah. I think you're fucking up. And this is why it brings a lot of tang Mm -hmm. to the situation. Now, the same people that are probably not adding sour cream to their mashed potatoes are the same people that don't put pepper in their mashed potatoes. That's also a big problem. (laughs) Yeah, get that pepper up in there. What are you doing? (laughs) Some people are like, I need my food to be perfectly white. Yeah, yeah. Uh-oh. You're wrong. Yeah, it's Black History Month. Yeah, throw some, throw a little bit of put some pepper in there. He's in there. Get some of your yeah. your some forearm pepper. hair in there. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I remember when I was younger, I put so much pepper on my mashed potatoes, they turned gray. I was yeah, little, I was like, I need some more. Yeah, I stirred them joints up, they turned gray. I was like, ooh, they like, you better them. eat. You them. can just get the yeah. grittiness. You're like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> my pepper. mom and dad was like, y'all, you better eat that mashed potatoes. Yeah, boy. I don't know 100%. why you did it. I'm like, yeah. sorry, mistake. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I. uh Man, I put pepper on. I put so much pepper, like an obnoxious amount of pepper mm-hmm. on things. I posted a picture in the non syndicate not so long ago. Did you yeah. said mac and cheese that I just yeah, peppered yeah. to death. We need that pepper cannon. I need to get that. Do you know how much that thing costs? I, uh, too much to, for a pepper grinder. Yeah. Let me talk about the pepper cannon. <laughs> it's dope, though. I want it so badly. But every time I, or not every time, I look at it all the time and I talk myself out of it yeah, all the time. Me too. But I went on there and I was like, okay, cool. I can imagine this crazy engineered pepper cannon mm-hmm. is going to cost me maybe a hundred dollars. And that's like kind of being like ridiculous. That mm-hmm. was my ridiculous mm-hmm. number. That shit was like 300 mm-hmm. something. Mm-hmm. It's silly. Nah. <laughs> it, I'm like, what is it? Is it, <laughs> is it 4K? Can you play games on it? Yeah. 4K pepper. And I'm sure all it is, and I ain't trying to undersell it because it's dope it's and I want dope. one, but I'm sure all it is, like my pepper grinder I got, it's pretty dope. I'll just push a button, but it don't, it's, it's, bare, it's like it's it's uh, its own gravity trying mm-hmm. to let the pepper go down in a little wheel grinder. It's got a light on it. That's pretty dope. I got a sh- light what? on my, yeah, the Your bottom of my fancy. shit lights up. You know that? It's like a little flashlight. Oh my Lord. <laughs> Cause I can see now You're if like, I'm outside in the dark. I use a measuring dark. cup for a ladle, but <laughs> yeah. I've got a I got flashlight. These, yeah, I got these grinders. fancy salt pepper grinders. But Tactical. I'm sure what it is. I'm sure is there's probably like a mechanism in there which you know you can adjust. Right. But it's probably a thing that Sandwiching that's it. yeah, it's keeping press constant pressure on it. So when you are grinding, it's like forcing it, like forcing the pepper into the grinder. You know what I'm saying? That's yeah. that has to be what it is. It has to be. It could be. And then what it is, when you're lowering the tension so you don't get as much pepper, it's probably just lowering the tension of the spring that's controlling the press or that's putting pressure Man, on the press. You know what I think it is? I think they're just Tell adapting. Tell them to take the shit apart so I can see it. Yeah. <laughs> I want to see the birds. Yeah, I need to see. Because I'm sure I, that has it has to be some type of thing and they're keeping constant pressure on it. Well, what I think they've done is I think they've just borrowed a lot of the technology from the coffee industry because there's a lot of technology that's gone into grinding coffee. Mm-hmm tons and i guarantee you well, that they're using different burr sets like flat so like a lot well, of, tons of pepper but that's burrs, just that's not controlling how much comes out that's will. just controlling how much it gr- how gr- fine the grind is right no so like the way burrs work is you have like a top burr and a bottom burr mm-hmm. and the gap that you set by adjustment dictates how coarse or whatnot yeah so what you could do the what the way that most pepper mills work is it's kind of like a conical burr it's like there's a like a triangular burr going into like a, f- a flatter or like a curved uh, mm-hmm. bottom. And then it's basically just grinding that pepper down and it goes through that narrow chute. Mm-hmm. Well, with coffee, you can have what's called flat burrs. They're a lot wider. They're bigger yeah. and they, they're they flat and they can grind more evenly over a larger surface area, which mm-hmm. will give you more out at once. Because with coffee, what you want to do 
is you want to maximize the amount of coffee going through and being ground up yeah. to minimize friction heat, which will mm-hmm. actually degrade some of the coffee extraction. So what he's probably doing is the same thing yeah. with, with I, pepper. I think to figure it out, to figure out if that's the case. Somebody needs to what mail it, us one. Yeah, what it has, yeah, yeah, do that. And we split it. You get it a week, I get it a oh, week. Yeah, you know what, what I'm saying? What visitation <laughs> yeah. schedule set up? I, I bet to figure that out, we had to know if, okay, can you get the same amount if you if you got the tension low, heightened to where it's like pushing out a crazy amount of pepper, right? Yeah. For both, say, could you get that same amount with a thick grind or a coarse grind, or can you get and you can you get that same amount with a fine grind? You know what I'm saying? I can see, I see what you're saying, but you're you're going to be throttled by the the actual burr set because you can't sandwich the burrs together. Yeah, so, but you. But you are but maximizing you can, you can, the amount that's going to fall. Yeah, but you can. Yeah, that's what I'm. That's what I'm thinking. There's something up there pushing the pepper down right. into the grinder. No, that, I mean, we'd have to bench test this, yeah, obviously. So yeah. whoever's got uh, some deep pockets, <laughs> yeah, and I need wants to us see to the thoroughly review the pepper cannon. <laughs> yeah, do it. We will make videos of yeah. it. We will use it mm-hmm. all the time. I need and, a blueprint of it. I just want to know how it works. Because that's been my whole brain thing. I might put a spring mechanism in my random ones at the crib, see if, if I can get something in there just Hell to yeah. press it down. We're going to need to create an Amazon wish list and yeah. just put it on there. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, just buy some <laughs> shit off this. We're fine. Yeah. Everything's great. <laughs> okay, well, uh, aside from uh, talking about sour cream and mashed potatoes, um, I believe that's pretty much the extent. I mean, you can go crazy with the yeah. amount of stuff. You can add cheese, you can add garlic, you can add all these different things. But if we're just talking about mashed potatoes, baby, it's usually just that. It's a salt mm-hmm. and pepper thing. It's about you balancing your butter, your dairy, mm-hmm. your uh, whether you're using milk or whatnot. I mean, I've even made them with almond milk before for people that have like dairy intolerances, and it's yeah. come out great. So, I mean, like, it's all about just working really hard. And, and making the most of those ingredients and making it awesome. Mm-hmm. From there, you're going to have to go to our potato bar. <laughs> yeah, yeah go to our to, potato bar. Yeah, that's the only way you're going to figure this shit out. <laughs> yeah. And with that, I mean, that's a wrap on potatoes unless you've got uh, something else. Heck no, I don't know right. nothing about potatoes. <laughs> We're potatoed out. Yeah. So You know mashed, what? I had some I had some information on the potato famine, but talking about this, I forgot because I was going <laughs> to say it, and I, I, I completely forgot. It's because you're mad at Dewey. I'm mad at Dewey. Oh, Dookie Dewey, man. Dewey Dewey's screwing it all up. That guy sucked. Yeah. Anyway, that's a wrap for potatoes. Mashed potatoes specifically. Uh, we'll get into more potato dishes later, but that's a wrap for mashed potatoes. We're out of here. Yeah. Peace. Peace. Oh, Dookie Dewey, baby.